everybody we are gfbs for grand forks best source if you've been following the show you know we've been talking hockey and we're going to do that again today east grand forks head hockey coach tyler palmasino back in the studios today in fact this will be his second time in here uh it shows you how much we love talking hockey here at gfbs show today by the way brought to you by do so photography need those Christmas cards done, you probably should hurry up. Now, Bobby Dusso has got this deal on his website where you can actually get on the website and just kind of follow the instructions, and then he'll take care of the rest for those Christmas cards. Now, how do you do that? You go to dussophoto.com, or you can call him, 218-230-4325. And I know Bob uh, will come to your house, too, if you want those pictures taken. He does a great job. You know, if you want to look your best, do so photography can do that, whether it be your Christmas cards, senior portraits, family portraits, business headshots, corporate pics. Check them out. Go to dosophoto.com to find pricing and information. And again, your show today brought to you by Duso Photography. Have any questions for us or Tyler Palmasino? Our phone number here at GFBS 701-213-0863. That is 213-0863. And before we get rolling, uh, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And uh, here we go. Uh, it's, it's kind of a joke, kind of not. But um, if Andrew Shaw totally whiffs on a wide-open net and then recovers and puts the puck in the net, would that be a... Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> Katie, what'd you think of that one? Well, I don't know who the first guy is. I've never heard of him, uh, but I hope it's funny. Tyler, what do you think? I've heard better. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm going to have to get on my neighbor there and get some better stuff. Uh, how you been, man? I've been good. Yeah. Been good. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're talking now, uh, maybe kind of doing something every other week or so. We're going to get together over the holidays and and talk hockey, and, and that'd be great, bringing in all kinds of different people. But um, Minnesota, North Dakota, it's like two different worlds right now. Um, and, and, you know, um, me being a uh, Minnesota resident, too, uh, I'm not happy with, with what's going on in the state. I'm not happy with what's going on in, in the businesses. And I definitely am not happy what's going on with high school sports. Uh, what is – what's the latest now on, on – the green wave getting rolling. Yeah, well, um, I, I mean, I, first of all, I share your sentiment 100%. Um, we'll find out today. Governor Walls is, is having another press conference this afternoon. Um, it sounds like everything everything I've heard and, and people associated with hockey in, in, in Minnesota have said uh, he's going to keep us on hold till January 4th at the earliest. Um, there, there's no guarantee, I guess, that we even start then. Um so right now, hockey in some ways is just uh, playing hockey in Minnesota is just kind of a dream. Yeah, it's oh man, but the dreams come true. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> and you can only hope. Um, how many games uh, would you guys have normally played by this time? 
you know, usually usually by Christmas we're somewhere around nine to ten. By the first of the year, we're we're at eleven. And then uh, you know, last night uh, Central and Red River played. Uh, jealous, uh, you guys have just got to be chomping uh-huh. at the bit. Yeah, first of all, I mean, yes, obviously, but so excited uh, for Greater Grab Forks to be able to have some high school hockey. Mm-hmm. And, and even though most fans weren't be able weren't able to go. Um, to be able to watch it, to be able to have uh, kids in the community compete against each other. Like, um, I wasn't there, so I couldn't see it, but I'm sure those kids were just so excited mm-hmm. to compete. Uh, do you hear a lot from your kids? Um, uh, yeah, you know, not not all of them. Um, our core group, our older group, I'm in communication with, you know, as much as possible at this point. Um, but it's getting hard. Like, it's just... You know, technically, there's no. I can't be across the table from one of those kids right mm-hmm. now, and um, with all the restrictions, and and so it's getting extremely frustrating. Extremely, this this is dragging on too long. Um, it, it, can they even skate? Is there any open um, ice in Minnesota right now? Apparently, uh, all the doors of the arenas are locked, and Jeez. and uh, there's nothing you can do. Um, you know, there's ice in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you know, we're fortunate to be a border town. Um, so if a kid were to rent ice in, in Grand Forks, that nothing, nobody can do about that. Uh, what about now? Uh, it's coming down to the time of the year uh, where maybe we're going to get to see some outside ice. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the outdoor rinks. Uh, yeah. I mean, granted, this warm weather hasn't helped much, but um, are there going to be any restrictions on that? I Actually, mean, it's funny you say that. So, I mean, yeah, we've had outdoor rinks going for a while. Kids have been skating outside. If there's one benefit to this, it's that I think – a lot of kids have have got a little passion to skate outside again, which mm-hmm. is, which is great. Um, that technically, by the letter of the law, by the mandate from the governor, um, in uh, whenever the last time he put the mandate on, you weren't allowed to skate outside. You know, <laughs> I just don't get it. At least uh, you couldn't skate outside unless it was people from your own household only. Okay, yeah, but like still, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and and you know the thing is, um. I don't think, uh, you know, police chief Mike Hedlund, he's not going to come in if he sees some guys out there playing some shinny hockey. He's not yeah. going to go Well, do I anything. mean, ob- obviously I can't. I, I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Right. But I would think that he's got maybe more important things. Mm-hmm. The county it, sheriff's probably have more important things. Exactly. Yep. Um, you know, I, we, we have a cabin up at Lake of the Woods, and I've spent a lot of time up there in the last month just because – Got nothing else to do on the right, <laughs> um, and you go, you know, you go through some of those small towns, and there's rinks, there's kids skating uh, mm-hmm. on the river in Warroad. Um, they got a great rink right there. We'd go over the bridge. Um, we we put a nice ice rink on on the rainy river up there at a cabin, and and so kids are skating, kids are having fun, um, and I guarantee every one of those kids would love to get back in their ice rink. You know, you talk about kids uh, showing passion again for outside skating. Um, that's what we grew up with. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't at hockey practice, you were at the, the nearest yeah. local outdoor rink no until they shut the lights off. And then if you were like where we grew up, you knew where the lights were to turn it back on again. Yeah. And, and the cops would actually let us skate until I think the rinks closed at 8 or 9. Yeah. And they would let us go till about 10. And then they'd show up and they'd say, okay, guys. You turn the lights on, turn them off. It's time to go home, yeah. and and you all did. But yeah. that's I and mean, if we it, lived. And if it wasn't cloudy and the moon was bright, oh yeah, you could even skate without lights mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, and really, 
then you don't have to, you can't look at the puck anyway. So right. for your stick, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could be a, a whole new thing. Let's yeah. do some nighttime yeah. hockey without lights. Yeah. Uh, hey, you ta- before we get going, um, you'd said something before I thought was really interesting before we got on the air about your perception of hockey coaches and, and some about, did you say they were the smartest coaches you've ever interviewed? Is that, did I, I, hear that I, right? I, I actually, I said sharpest. Oh, the sharpest. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as I want to get this on, on record, um, <laughs> Uh, what I was trying to get at, Tyler, was they're the, the, uh, probably the easiest interviews to do uh, of most coaches because it all seems like they've had so much practice, and, and they're always pretty much politically correct as far as team, we, yeah. us, yeah. not I. Yeah. And um, so, okay, I'll say it. You're, you're pretty sharp. <laughs> uh, I couldn't let that go. I, I Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were talking about your cabin. Where is it? Uh, so it's on the Rainy River. My my parents bought it a while back. Uh, I'd say, you know where Sportsman's Lodge is mm-hmm. up there? Yep. Just between Sportsman's and Budad on the river there. Oh, okay. Right by the golf course. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. 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 So. Um, actually fished the sturgeon tournament usually oh, in the yeah. springs, springtime up there at the Sportsman. Um, so you're hoping you're basically not – everything's still up in the air until later today. Yeah. Technically, nothing's been announced, and you know. And, and you're shooting for what date? I'm shooting for Monday. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think we we're all holding a hope that we could get on the ice start practice on Monday, um, assuming there'd be you know a fair amount of restrictions on us. You know, so uh, who knows? I mean, there's still a chance. Um, what what I think we've all heard is the pause would extend through the the holidays. Yeah. And um, I think it's a Monday, January 4th, would be allowed, hopefully, again, to begin practice. And, and you know, of course, there's going to be restrictions and things you need yeah. to follow. But I would imagine the biggest issue would probably be the locker room, not out skating and doing drills and doing yeah, that no kind doubt. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then, I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest concerns. Um, you know, it's there's no one-size-fits-all, and that's the hard thing because – you take away locker rooms, well, then kids got to get their skates on somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in a lot of rinks, the locker room is the biggest open space there is. Sure. You know what I mean? Like you, you go into the, well, you go into the Blue Club Arena on east side and you got 25 kids putting their skates on in the lobby. Well, that doesn't do any good. That doesn't do any good if you're trying to remain some, some sort of distance. So, you know, I, I think all that will be, will play out eventually and, and, Hopefully we have the chance to try to figure that out. And, you know, another thing, too, is parents wait their entire, their kid's entire hockey career to get to the high school level so they don't have to deal with the stinky gear bags <laughs> and the duffel bags and stuff. And uh, they might end up having to deal with that again. Well, and then, you know, the other thing, too, is when you look at it that way, you know, some kids will get done with practice, leave their gear in the car, and then oh, yeah. the next day put it back. It's frozen. I'm pretty sure that's not sanitary either. <laughs> oh, like, geez. Well, doesn't the cold kill COVID? Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's when you ask mom and dad for your own car so you don't have to <laughs> smell their car up. That's right. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about last year. Uh, we're going to talk about the upcoming season, uh, losses, new players to watch for, and all that stuff. But I tell you what, uh, before we do that, let Integrity Fundraisers help you. You know, it only takes them a couple of weeks, and they can help any school, sports team, youth group, nonprofits. They can help all of these people raise money for much-needed funds. You can purchase personalized water bottles or mugs with your name and logo laser engraved on them. Uh, They've got all kinds of cool stuff, uh, drinkware, uh, barbecue sets, cutting boards, poker and golf sets, growlers. Oh, yeah, they got it all there. And and you know what? Um, They're also 
got a lot of clients, over 300 clients, including us, $3 million raised locally, over 390,000 students served, and they can help you to integrity fundraisers in the Grand Cities Mall. And uh, by the way, they also do shipping. Uh, check them out, the Grand Cities Mall here. You can call them up, 701-402-2171. Let integrity fundraisers help you too. Um, back with Tyler Palmasino, head coach, East Grand Forks Green Wave, uh, the boys hockey team. Uh, take us through last year, uh, your season. Uh, if you're going to give yourself a grade, uh, take us through the section tournament. How, how did you judge your team from last year? Oh, you know, very good regular season, I thought. Um, and I'm trying to jog my memory here. I was kind of geared into into this year. You know, I'd say, yeah, B minus maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I thought I thought we had a good good year. We got better as year went. Um, you know, for our program, for where we're at, um, we got beat by Ward in the section finals, and and I don't think uh, just because of that standpoint alone, there's there's not a really positive thing right I mean, it was a good year a lot of good things happened um that being said like you either win or you don't yeah right? and we didn't win and, yeah and um the world played really well in that game they beat us three times um i liked where we were at going into that game and i uh, like where we were the way we were trending um they just flat flat out outplayed us that night in, in thief and and that's got a bitter taste in our mouth right now are you one of those coaches that believes it's hard to beat a team three times? No, I'd rather have beaten them twice than lost to them twice when mm-hmm. in that game. I mean, sure. No doubt. I mean, I, I think that you always say that, but if, if you beat them twice, you, it's yeah. good. If you, if you lost to them twice, it's hard to beat them three times. And, and I mean, you know, it's usually East Side World Thief up there uh, when it comes to Section 8 tournament time. And a lot of people might say, well, you made it to the championship game. But when it comes to hockey around here – Going to the championship game and not winning—that just—it's not going to. That's not going yeah, to cut it for you. you. Know, like I think, for maybe for some programs, that, that's a that's a good goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I think for what you know, for what we're trying to achieve with, with East Grand Forks hockey, um, there'll be there'll be seasons when getting there is still a good season. And, mm-hmm. and last year, I thought we had a good season, but it wasn't great. Um, and, and we want to continue to hang banners. We we want to take a run at another state title at some point. Um, in order to do that, you got to win that game. And, and until we do that, there are only good seasons up to that point. How cool is it coaching? Um, a lot of the kids that have come through East Grand Forks' program, uh, how cool is it to coach kids that go on to the D1 level and then on to the NHL? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, to track their development. Um, in the last ten years, we've had a lot of more than more than a, a long time prior. A lot of kids move on and and move on to junior hockey, division mm-hmm. one hockey. You know, right now we Tucker Pullman's established NHL player. Yep, Golden Pullman is is knocking right at the door, um, which is awesome. Um, but then then to see guys like Eddie Eads who who played junior hockey for a couple of years and went to Concordia, got a great education playing division three hockey, mm-hmm. um, and just you know. Yes, it's awesome to see the guys move on, but just all the players and, and how they mature and, and move on to the next phase in their life. How important is the youth hockey program to you as a high school coach in East Grand Forks? Well, I mean, it, without a good youth hockey program, you're going to continue to be inconsistent in in your high school level. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's no secret to that. Um, 
And we got a really good thing going right now with our youth program in Eastside. Mark Drakich does a fantastic job leading the way at the park office. Um, and, and the whole goal of that is, to, number one, of the younger age, just to make sure they're having fun and, sure. and develop a passion for the game. And, and then, you know, from a high school standpoint, you want to try to maximize every level, um, just, so, just to the points where when you have good groups and good teams, you can over continue to overachieve. And, mm-hmm. and when you have some down groups or low numbers and levels, um, you get the most out of them um, and, and still try to be successful because there's – like I said, I'm, you know, we want to try to win every year, and, and that's our goal. You know, usually you'll hear, uh, especially like a high school coach, say, well, it's kind of a rebuilding year, uh, which means that started somewhere probably down in, in the yeah. peewee or the Bantam, you know, level. Um, but a lot of that has to do with numbers. Yep. And uh, the numbers, I think, at East Side are always very strong. Yeah, you know, we've, we've gone through some some ups and downs numbers wise um at our really young age our numbers are really good um we got a few groups and they're mixed in there um that are lower numbers which you always do um and and um and some of that's just cyclical right like some some age groups have more girls than boys some age groups you know there's just not as many kids in the in school in that group um and so some of it's cyclical some of it's out of your control um the biggest thing is you know, you, you don't want to lose kids along the way. You don't want a bunch of kids quitting after peewees or a bunch of kids sure. quitting. It, you know, so you want to try to keep them all involved. And um, numbers win in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. The more you can pick from, the better chance. When you've, you when you've got guys on your JV team that could pl- yeah. probably play varsity for almost any other town yeah. that are always pounding on that door to be the next guy to get the call, yeah. uh, that's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Um, by the way, we got a uh, text here. Great coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't call you sharp, though. He just called you great. Um, Uh, Would you rather, as a coach, uh, things have changed, times have changed. You know, back, um, I'm old. Um, We played numerous sports. Um, Hockey wasn't a year-round thing uh, like it is now. Would you prefer somebody that's a multi-sport athlete, or would you want somebody just to focus on hockey, play hockey in the summer? Or do you have any preference? We want athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you want athletes. Um, you know, your multi-sport athletes are more than likely going to be better hockey players. Yeah. Um, the the problem is right now you're you're seeing it less and less kids at the high school level are playing multi-sport. Right. It's getting, right. Um, it's getting so hard for a, a really good high school hockey player. To, to be a multi-sport athlete mm-hmm. it's not and it's not just hockey it's you know you see it in tennis you see the i mean you go to choice in the middle of the winter and you got kids playing tennis all the time and it's it's the good basketball players and it's i mean um the demand on these kids is so strong um in some ways they feel like they're missing out if if they take a season off yeah of hockey they think everybody's going to jump up ahead of them. Yeah, and and so you know, I know hockey gets a lot of criticism in 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 areas for not having multi sport athletes, but we still do. We have mm-hmm. lots. You know, you look at, I think the East Side football roster the last few years. There's a lot of a lot of hockey sure. players on that roster. Now, could there have been more? Absolutely. Um, but it, it's getting harder and harder, and I don't think it's fair on these kids to to pressure them and and to you know get mad at them. For, for trying to achieve their goal. Right, and and not to mention, you know, these summer leagues, these elite leagues or whatever, uh, most of the games are, like, down in the Twin Cities. Absolutely. And uh, financially, uh, that's not easy to do either. No, nope. no. Nope. Um, key losses from last year, 
Yeah, you know, I, I, we had we had some losses all the way, you know, at all positions. Um, our goaltender Austin Cooley mm-hmm. um, graduated, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think up front. You know, we return a good portion of our scoring. Um, Landon Parker, Jackson Panzer, um, Trey Osman, Logan Logan Spencer at defense, um, both both are back, and, and they were I think we're in the top five in scoring on our team. Um, you know, so we returned a good portion of our scoring. Um, one senior defenseman, um, Josh Nelson, will, will be sorely missed, a captain. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we had some significant losses, but we got a lot of, of our nucleus back. Uh, you got any uh, hot Bantams out of the Bantam program now that uh, might be able to make an impact or not? Because it's not, that's not an easy jump. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, we, you know, our Bantam team had a really good year. There's some good players moving up. Um, you know, December was December 16th today. Um, yeah. Usually it'd be a month in the season. I'd give you a better answer, but sure. But sure. We haven't been able to practice yet, so I can't tell you where we're at. Uh, you, you mentioned uh goaltender, Austin Cooley. Um, God, he's a great goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, has he, I, last I heard, he's not really quite sure what he's going to do. Yeah, or is he know, playing I, right now? No, I, I think he decided just to, to go to school and start working. And, um, he's a great kid and, and, you know, he and I talked a few times about it and he thought about trying and I think he's real happy with what he's doing. And Okay, because, so. you know, I had heard um, possibly UMC mm-hmm. going over there. Yeah, that, yeah, it's a possibility too. Okay, maybe. and, yeah. uh, you know, we had uh, new coach Steve Johnson on the show here a couple of weeks ago and, and uh, he was kind of said, well, you know, since they really don't know what's going on, you can't say anything to these kids like, hey, come on over here and go to school. You can play hockey. Well, maybe they'd just want to play hockey and and – I mean, yeah, they're going to get their education, but playing hockey is part of it. And if yeah. you're not, and, and so he basically told him flat out, I can't make any promises because yeah. we don't even know what the heck's going on. I know. it's And for a goaltender, to, it's so hard for goalies to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really is because there's, you know, there's only a couple, two goalies per team, and the number of junior teams aren't great. And um, so it, it's extremely tough. And um, I think UMC would be a great spot for him. I think adding UMC, hopefully once everything settles down mm-hmm. with COVID, having UMC as an option for local players is sure. going to be fantastic because, you know, you think back, uh, you know, to when Scott Oliver was coaching there, it was mm-hmm. filled with local guys. A lot of, like Central, you know, back. East side, Red River. Yep. When they had the Juco hockey yep. uh, back in the days, because uh, I used to do a lot of play-by-play for them, but you had uh, – Thief River, you had UMC, Fergus, uh, Hibbing, Rainy River, Rochester, all of these teams, and a lot of these guys were Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, Thief River guys, and and I thought the hockey was great. Yeah. Uh, I really loved it. But, you know, for those guys that still have the skill and the desire to play, but, you know, maybe they can't go D1, but it's another option. And I am I'm I'm thrilled that UMC is bringing hockey back. Yeah, I think it's 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 going to be good for uh, like I said, local players that just want to get their schooling started. And you know, you go to UMC, why not play if, if you can? And exactly, and so, get your education at the same time. Absolutely. Um, I I see. Um, now they had the the big competition, uh, trying to win some money for the Civic. I uh, got oh, yeah, second yeah. place, yep. but that's still a nice chunk of change. Yep. And I think you guys are you trying to get more too somehow here. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not at the forefront of that. I know uh, Mark at the and Reed Hutton over at the park office are are leading that charge. Um, I, I believe what we won for second was like I want to say forty thousand. Yeah, something like was that. that. Be about right, and maybe an additional ten for something else. Um, and so I and I heard that 
there had been some contact after that about helping with some parts for the compressors. Um, but I, again, I don't know. So, but yeah. we, we definitely need some additional dollars over there one way or another. And, and you know, when uh, press, I played we need a new press box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to sit so close to those other guys. Uh, me growing up, uh, you know, we had the Huck Olsen Arena in Thief River, yep. which which was a really nice arena for that time. But my favorite always was still the Civic. Yeah. Um, but let's face it, buildings get old; they get outdated. Yep. And in the Civic, definitely, it's a great place. Yep. It's a great venue, but it needs some work. Yeah, it needs some needs some TLC. I mean, there's first of all with that ice plant. It's, I mean, it's you've been to games and. You know, in February when the water's sitting on the ice mm-hmm. and it's a little warm outside. And um, the other thing, too, is, like, we usually, not this year, but usually the ice goes in there mid-November. Um, and a, one of the major reasons for that is because if you do any earlier, it's not going to make ice properly. Sure. It just can't with the warm weather. So um, we need some help there. Um, and then it could use a little updating locker room. I don't know if you've been down to the locker rooms, but... Um, this room right here is about two locker rooms yeah. in there. So, yeah. Um, that's a little out to date. So is there even ice in the Civic right now? Yeah. So I believe what Eastside did when, you know, a month ago when the governor shut down, um, it was hoping to be a four-week shutdown. And I think what they did is they shaved all the ice down to like half an inch just to re- so it wouldn't cost so much to keep it there. Mm-hmm. Once we get the green light to skate again and to open the doors, uh, they'll, they'll put more ice on. Man, uh, you got to be getting antsy. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, you know, you sit here and you you, you talk hockey with a hockey coach mm-hmm. that can't coach. Yeah. Um, I feel for you. Yeah, I, I really my, do. I've been screaming at my kids every day. They're like, "What's going on, Dad?" <laughs> I got to scream at somebody. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're. I'm looking forward to this. Um, hopefully, we'll see what Walls has to say today. Hopefully, it's some good news. Yeah. Um, and, and I tell you what, if they're going to allow it, uh, once you guys get rolling, I'm going to swing by the rink and check out a practice if that's Absolutely. all right. Absolutely. You're welcome to any time. We should do a live show from practice. You know, we could probably do that. Yeah. We've, we've got the technology. There we were, go. we were live in East side this yeah. morning for a while, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You? At, uh, Joe's diner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. they opened up today Yeah. and, uh, happened to be there right when the sheriff was walking in the door. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, not a good thing for all of Minnesota, no. uh, including hockey and high school sports. Uh, Tyler Palmasino, we are going to get together, too, and we'll try to figure out this uh, yeah. hockey show that we can maybe maybe get out there for us, uh, for you guys. Uh, and we'll do that over a couple of cocktails, I'm hoping. Yep. And uh, thanks for coming on again. Yeah, it's a blast. You know, that's my second time. Next one's a hat trick. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You, you'd be the most... You'd be the hockey coach that's been in here the most, then. Yeah, there you go. Good. All right. Hey, thanks, man. Sharpest coach. Yeah, and the sharpest coach. <laughs> Don't forget to add that. Uh, today's show brought to you in part and special thanks going out to Raptor PCS right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Best place to take your computer with a full range of computer services at affordable rates. I mean, they do it all. Computer builds, virus removal, hardware repairs. And if you're looking for a new laptop, Raptor PCS the place to go. If you need some work done on that computer, odds are you'll get it back the following day and Raptor PCS will come to your house and pick up your computer or just stop by the loading zone right in front of rumors you know Raptor PCS winner of the top rated local businesses in 2019 and 2020 bring your computer in and if you mention this ad they'll give you $20 off any computer service what a deal Grand Fork's best source we go to Raptor PCS all the time I told you man it's the best place to take that computer Check them out, raptorpcs.com, or call 701-772-7626. 
They're right here in the Grand Cities Mall, Raptor PCS. Oh, boy. Hey, don't forget, we are now on Amazon. Uh, Yeah, Amazon Music. You just tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. It'll do it. And you know what? Give us that uh, five-star review on Google, too. And we're now on Pandora. How about that, man? We're growing all the time. Hey, Dirty Thursday tomorrow. Joey Peterson going to join the Bullring Boys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you like, share, and tag us, everybody. We're Grand Fork's best source, giving Grand Fork's an identity again.